Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can live out your MasterChef dream. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. G'day, mates. It's Bee Buster here. And before the episode begins... I would just like to let you know that Be Scared, which is produced along with Studio 71, features scary stories from around the globe on a weekly basis that aim to fuel your nightmares with a smile. And if you enjoy the podcast, it would be great if you could hit that subscribe button and drop a review. But thanks for listening, guys. And without further ado, let's begin. About a year ago, I I moved my family and I to a home way out in the woods in Tennessee. Now, I wanted to be brief here, but I need to get this off my chest, and after looking into this matter a little more, I have a lot more details that I think will paint a clear picture in the end, so bear with me. The nights here can be extremely loud. Between the crickets, the tree frogs, and the cicadas, it can almost be deafening. One night not too long after we moved in though, I had forgotten something in my car and headed outside to get it. The first thing that struck me as odd was that my dog wouldn't go outside with me. The dog always goes everywhere with me as I'm her whole world pretty much, but for some reason, not this night. As I held the door open, she looked out and then looked up at me like, no. So I walked out and I shut the door behind me. The second night that caught me off guard was that there was not a peep. It was like dead silent. Still shrugged it off and walked down my front steps and headed down to my car. When I had gotten about 10 feet from my car, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up for some reason. I felt as though something was watching me. I looked around, but I saw nothing. 
after I reached in my car for what I had forgotten to grab earlier, I had this feeling like something was moving towards me. I took a step back and checked around me. All of a sudden, I heard one of the hedges next to me that lined the walkway to our front door sort of rattle a bit. At first, I thought it was just a rabbit that I had spooked as I had seen one just earlier in the day, right where this was. A few seconds later, though, I heard the sound of a large rock, about the size of maybe a cantaloupe, landing a few feet away from me. It hit the walkway and bounced into a shrub. I instantly drew my gun and called out and said, whoever that this was, they were about to be shot. After a few seconds of nothing, I began to think that maybe this was some local teenagers messing with the new people. I holstered my sidearm and turned and started walking back to my front door. Almost as soon as I turned towards my house, I heard this deep panting sound. It sounded like a huge dog, but what made me note back to my front door was that it sounded like it was right behind me. I leaped up onto my porch, turned and drew my gun again expecting something right there, but again, there was nothing. So, a couple of weeks later, I was on my porch at night, sitting on a bench with my wife. She'd got up and walked inside to get something and as soon as she shut the door, I heard that panting sound again. I couldn't see anything, yet this sounded like it was right on top of me almost. The sound was coming from everywhere and it was really loud. Again, I couldn't see anything, so I just noped back inside my house. At this point, I'll admit that I was questioning moving here, but after nothing else really happening, I just sort of let it go, I suppose. A month or so later, it was a really rainy and stormy night. This was around 9pm and my wife and I enjoy listening to the rain and talking about how relaxing the rain is. Me, growing up in Oregon, loved the rain and for the past 10 years we lived in Vegas where it would dump the entire year of rain in like a day and then be bone dry for like the rest of the year. For my wife who grew up in Nevada, rain was such a rare thing that she loved going outside and watching it. So for us, this is a, a pretty enjoyable experience, I guess you could say. Except this night in particular, things took a, a really weird turn. So as we were sitting there talking about the rain and relaxing, my wife stops me and said, Did you hear that? I said, uh, No. What did you hear? She says, I swear it sounded like a small child calling for help out in the woods beside our house. I said, uh, I definitely didn't hear that. After a few moments of us just listening intently, she said, there it is again. I said, uh, I didn't hear a thing, sweetie. Are you sure you're not just hearing things? She looked at me sort of offended that I didn't hear anything and said, no, I'm positive. How could you not hear that? It was our son. I think he's out there and got lost. I said, no, he's in the house sleeping on the couch. We then both looked through the blinds that were open right behind us and we could see all of our children laying there and she said that that was so weird. I swear it sounded like our son. I said, well, it's definitely not him. I mean, he's right there. Besides, I really don't hear anything. She then stands up and says, wow, he's really crying out for help. I think I need to go and look for him. 
Now, at this point, if you knew my wife, you would know she is absolutely creeped out by the woods and wouldn't be caught dead walking into them during daylight, much less at night during a storm. I grabbed her hand and said, I've been listening intently and there's absolutely nobody calling out for help. You need to stay here, okay? At this point, I'm getting worried about her. She was acting completely out of character, not to mention that at this time, she's eight months pregnant with our baby daughter. She then says, what if there's some child out there lost in the woods though? I said, well, first off, I would be able to hear them too. Secondly, there are no other kids around here for miles, and the odds of them being lost a hundred feet from our house that's lit up like a Christmas tree is like nil. She then says, I know, but what if it's a kid? Before I could say anything else, she stands up and starts walking toward the stairs. I instantly jumped up and grabbed her hand again and said, no, you're not. Get into the house. I don't know what's going on, but you need to go inside. She then complies and we both go inside. I didn't know what this was, but it freaked me out a lot. Anyway, a few months after this, just as it was getting dark outside, I heard the front door to our house open and I got up to investigate. We have autistic six-year-old twins and we have the door set up so that they can't actually open it without us there. So to hear the sound, it could have only been my wife. What was weird though about this was the fact that she usually doesn't go outside without saying something to me. I walked out the front and saw my wife walking down our private road towards the drive on the side of our house. I ask her what she's doing and she says that she was sitting on the back patio and kept hearing a baby crying out in the woods. I said, seriously? And you just decided to walk off into the woods to investigate? She then looks out into the woods and says, see, there it is again. Again, I can't hear anything, but what I did notice is that it was completely silent out there again. I told her, just like before, the chances of a baby being out in the woods outside of our house is slim and that she needed to get back into the house. She said, what if somebody left a baby out there though? I said, well, if that were true, then I'd hear it too. Now, at this point, I was really starting to worry about my wife's mental health, obviously. I actually asked her to see a psychiatrist and she did. Now, looking back, I feel really bad about this knowing what I know. A key to this moment though was that my wife had just given birth to her baby girl maybe a month before. A few days after this though we were out on the front porch. It's early evening and I had just mowed the lawn this day and our three-year-old son was riding around in his little car in front of the house. He knows that he's not allowed outside of a certain area that we mapped off. He loves playing outside, but with the road behind 50 feet of our front porch, we have to be careful as a lot of boaters will fly through after drinking all day on their boats. As we're talking, we're both sort of keeping an eye on him. A neighbor drives by and stops to say hi for a second. This interaction must have taken like eight seconds, as all they said was, how are things? We said good, and he told us that he would stop by later as his wife got something for the kids who happens to be one of their teachers in a school. And we said, oh, okay. And he drove off. I looked over to where our son was and he was gone. 
I called out his name and ran over to the side of the house and could hear his car on the other side of the drive. I scolded him for leaving the area and he said something in his three-year-old gibberish and pointed to the woods behind our house. I said though that he had five seconds to get back to the front of the house or else and he adamantly pointed back in the direction of the woods and kept trying to tell me something. I looked off in the direction of the woods and just assumed that he'd seen a deer or a squirrel or something and maybe that he wanted to see it up close or something. I walked back up to the front of the house and he cried the whole way there. He got really upset in fact that I wouldn't let him go into the woods but I just wrote this off as him being curious and most three-year-old boys are, right? Now, this instance isn't isolated as our twins have done similar things but nothing quite as extreme as this, I guess. There have also been nights though where we had just laid down for the night and had heard a loud bang on the side of our house on the wall behind our bed. It was so loud that I jumped up and looked out the window. Our floodlight came on too but I couldn't see anything. Now, the weird part about this is that our bedroom sits about 12 feet from the ground level as we have a full-size basement that's cinder block. I put on my slippers and grabbed one of my 12-gauge shotguns and walked outside to investigate. And it was completely dead silent again. The floodlight that's on the side of the house had clicked off at this point, so I walked over to the end of the deck and shined my light around the yard. There was nothing... I walked around the house and shined the light around intently. As I approached the back side of my house, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up again. It felt like someone was watching me again. I shined the light up into the trees, but again nothing. I ran to the corner and the first thing that I noticed was that my three dogs were in that area and they weren't making a peep. Our dogs have no filter and will bark at anyone and everything. This includes me. So to see them all hiding with their tails between their legs, not making a peep, really had me worried. As I kept walking, all of a sudden the crickets and the frogs started making sounds again. It was as if someone had clicked a switch almost. Like it was completely silent and then all of a sudden it was just alive again. I walked back into the house and... I told my wife that I hadn't seen anything. She shrugged and said, okay, as long as our dogs were okay. Due to the circumstances that night, I decided to let the dogs in and sleep with us. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Apartments.com believes that a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time that you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. This very same thing has happened in all four exterior walls of our house too. It's random and annoying, but just like this instance, every time, there is nothing going on outside. There have also been times where we were sitting in the house and as I was watching a movie, my wife walked over to me and said, did you call me? I said no and she said that she swears that she heard me call her name in her ear. She said that it was definitely my voice and she didn't understand because it sounded so close and I was a good 20 feet away from her in my recliner. The important part to this too was that she was sitting at the table doing something and the slider to the backyard was open behind her. Now, our back patio sits about 20 feet off the ground and is like a, a sort of balcony as it has no stair access outside. I think the previous owner must have built it for barbecuing or something. There have been several instances though where she would say that she heard someone whisper in her ear but she couldn't make out the sound. Again, I kept thinking that she was just going crazy but as you'll see, I think all of this is tied into this final moment where things are revealed. So the last thing that I want to mention before we get into what just happened is that I have a shooting range built behind my workshop on the opposite side of our property next to the main road. It's kind of on a downslope but it works perfectly for what I need for it. The range itself is cut straight into the woods going down about 100 yards or so. When you're at the downrange you have woods surrounding you on all sides except back up to my shop. I have to say that it's always felt creepy when I'm dealing with my targets or mowing there. But when you're down there, it feels like you're miles from anyone, pretty much. And one day, around five in the evening, I was sighting in a new rifle scope. The sun was still up, but was going to start to fade soon, so I knew this was going to be my final test. Up until this point, nothing really happened while I was making my multiple trips down the range, other than this feeling of uneasiness, I guess. But as I got down the range, I kept getting this feeling like someone or something was watching me again. I looked around but didn't see anything. As I was placing stickers over my previous shots, I heard something big off to the side of me. It sounded like a large branch had snapped off a tree or something. If you've been in Tennessee woods, then you'll know that a lot of branches fall off trees randomly out of pretty much nowhere, so this was nothing new. Except this time, 
it was really loud and sounded like fresh strong wood, if that makes any sense. I turned and looked, but again couldn't see anything. I started walking back up to my rifle and I swear that I heard something right behind me. I turned around, but again I saw nothing. As I started to walk again, I heard this deep growl. It was really deep and loud, and what's worse is that it was all around me. I turned around facing the range and started walking backwards. The thought of some rabid dog charging out of the bushes had freaked me out, so running wasn't a good idea. I slowly walked backwards up the hill to my rifle, but again, nothing happened. I grabbed my rifle and sprayed the target with rapid fire, hoping to scare off whatever was stalking me. I left 10 rounds in the mag and grabbed my rifle bag and quickly walked back up to the house. I never did tell my wife about this as I didn't want to freak her out. So, fast forward to about a year later from when we moved in and my niece is staying with us in a living-in nanny to earn money over summer break from college. We were on our way back from the store and about a mile from our house and... I saw two eyes reflecting in the headlights coming from a wide tree on the side of the road just ahead. It had caught my attention because they were higher than a deer but a different color and size. And just as I had said, what is that, and squinted, they vanished. I had made a comment that it was almost as if it had known that I could see its eyes and sort of moved. The color was kind of um, a golden green but... They resembled the mannerism of a, a large cat as they felt sort of ominous, I guess. It's hard to explain, but I shrugged it off as we were passing the tree and saw nothing. A few moments later, we arrived at the house. As we were getting bags out of the car, my three-year-old son came bolting out of the house excited to see me. As I was waiting to help carry in some of the bags, I all of a sudden heard my dog growl. I looked in the direction that she was looking at my neighbor's property across the street and what I saw has kept me up all night. Up until this point, I'd always been skeptical as I'd never seen anything with my own two eyes. Even with what had happened to me the year prior, I still had my doubts that it was just my mind playing tricks on me. Now, my street is kind of a spread out neighborhood. Each house sort of sits on several acres and at the end of our road is a Kentucky lake. My neighbor's house sits adjacent to my house on about an acre lot. Directly in front of my house is a wall of woods and directly behind my house is several thousand acres of untouched forest. As I was looking across the street to my neighbor's property, I saw a, a large dark figure between the trees at first. The movement caught me off guard as it sort of looked like something big moving quickly on all fours. Then when it came out into clear view, it stood up and it walked, just like a man. At first, I didn't know what to make of it. It was very tall, but what was strange about it was the distance it was covering and the fact that when it was in front of the shed, I swear that I could see through it. It was clearly walking quickly, but moving faster than any person could at a sprint. And more importantly... There was absolutely no sound. It was like it was sort of phasing in and out of reality as it moved. I said, what the heck is that? And realized that it was looking directly at us. 
It moved at an angle away from us so as to minimize its time out in the open and moving quickly as it could while still being silent. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up as I realized that whatever it was, it was stalking us. I told my niece to get into the house now. I grabbed my son and we booked it inside. I grabbed my AR-15 with a short scope and came back outside to see my niece still grabbing stuff out of her car. Knowing that I told her firmly and clearly to get into the house, her disregard to my command really annoyed me at the time. But still, I watched over her without saying a word. As she was slowly walking, she turned towards the woods across the street from my house and suddenly bolted for the house. She ran up the steps in a sort of panic state. I asked her what she saw and her face was pale as a ghost. She said, I heard something big in the woods walking loudly on the leaves and when I turned toward it, I heard a deep sort of guttural growl. I asked her why she didn't come in when I told her and she said that she thought that I was talking to my son. I told her what I had seen and she wanted to get a closer look to see if she could see something too. I told her that that was not a good idea and she went anyway. As she was walking down the walkway, I heard the sound of dry leaves crunching in the woods across the street. I told her to stop and come take the flashlight. Now, at this point, she's about six feet away from my wife's SUV. As she turned and started walking back to me, I caught a glimpse of something gray and hairy bolt from behind the SUV back across the street into the woods. My porch is a raised porch, like I said, and our SUV is about six and a half feet tall. Whatever it was, it cleared about 45 feet in what looked like a single leap. It moved like lightning, like nothing I'd ever seen. But whatever it was, it wanted my niece. It jumped behind the car out of my line of sight and was waiting for her. She still doubted my warnings and grabbed the flashlight and walked back toward the car. And as she entered my driveway, she stopped dead in her tracks and leaned forward as if she could see something. I asked her what she saw and she turned and ran back up on the porch with a terrified look on her face saying no just over and over again. She said that it was a figure hiding inside of a tree and that what she saw was its eyes. I asked her what they looked like and all she could say was that they looked dull red at first but as she got closer they looked sort of dead. I said what do you mean dead and she said that they were pupils that looked gray like the way eyes look when they go blind sort of thing. She said that it was really dark gray and she says that she could see through it almost like a dark cloud. She said that she wanted to go out again and she took a step down the stairs and as she did it it revealed itself from the tree. I said get inside and I went in and locked the door and this time I got a pretty good look at it. And it looked like what I said, but tall and sort of human shape too. It was really tall in fact, and man, it was ominous. It took off after this, and after that, we didn't see anything again. Obviously, we didn't sleep that night. We just sat around talking about it for hours, but the next morning, we did a height comparison to the tree limb that she saw it stand over, and... It put its height to around 9 feet tall and its eyes were about 6 inches apart. At this point, I don't know what this thing was, but after doing some research, I think that 
Maybe this thing is called a, a glimmer man or a crawler, as some put it. I looked to see if there had been any other sightings in the Benton County, but there's nothing. More importantly though, I swear that it would phase in and out, almost like a, a shadow person but bigger and more obvious. One of the things though that really stuck out to me is that this thing seems to be able to communicate telepathically and this explains why everyone was hearing something that nobody else could hear. It also seems to have sort of like a playback-like communication. So when I heard a dog panting, it was probably one of my dogs that it had heard. Well, I would guess at least. And the baby crying would have been our newborn baby who she had given birth to just recently. And maybe it had heard me call my wife's name and kept telepathically calling my wife's name with my voice or something. Another thing that my niece had said too that night was that she felt really compelled to go back outside to it. She said that she felt like this thing was communicating with her somehow and it wanted her to go back outside. But the more I read about this, the more everything that's been happening over this past year makes a lot of sense too. One thing that I find extra convincing too is that down the road towards the lake, there's a property that is barbed wired off and is a sort of wall of forest with no driveway. A lot of the property down our road is undeveloped own land. And one of the trees there, it has a large old sign that says, Screamer lives here, with an arrow pointing back into the woods. Now, I have to admit that when I first saw this sign, I laughed at it thinking maybe the owner screamed at trespassers who entered his property or something, and teenagers put up the sign to mess with him. But when I did a satellite search of our neighborhood, that entire section of road has no houses or trails or anything and is just pure forest for as far as the eye can see. One of the things that this thing is said to do is make a loud scream when threatened. And apparently one of the things that this thing is said to do is make a loud scream when threatened. Now that you understand my story, I doubt that this is the ending too. But the next question is, what can we do? I don't want my wife or kids to disappear one day. And if there is more than one of these things out there, this really makes the missing 411 make a whole lot of sense. I feel really perplexed and scared as to what I can do. If you guys have any advice, then I would love to hear it. I'll try and share any more information if anything else happens, but that's pretty much everything for now. This happened over a span of many months, and like I said, we've been living here for some time, and things have gotten worse, but I just really don't know what to do. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I really wasn't sure where to share this, but I need the validation that I'm not insane. You see, I've never really had paranormal experiences, but... I just cannot explain this. I'm in college and me and some other seven people from my school went on a backpacking trip and we had two experienced leaders with us. We drove to Zaleski State Forest which is in the Appalachian region of Ohio. It was early April this year and it was cold and everything was still dead from winter. After hiking miles into the forest we set up camp at the backpacking campsite and there were a couple of other groups of people as well. A few of them were friendly older couples and then two college-age girls. Everyone was pretty spread out from each other and we set up camp farther away from everyone else. Now, I've always been able to, I don't know, sense energies of places, I guess you could say. And the energy in this area wasn't great. In fact, it was almost sort of spooky each of us had individual one-person tents and we formed a kind of cluster in this site with my tent being in the back so no one was behind me. Our cluster was also right next to the forest because this backpacking site was like a, a big cleared off square in the middle of the trees. So fast forward I'm dead asleep around 2am and I wake up to leaves crunching right behind my tent. I hear footsteps walking in circles around my tent they had a sort of heaviness to them that couldn't be a deer or a dog. Also, it didn't sound like just two legs. Whatever this was though, this creature was circling my tent for long periods of time, slowly creeping up to the sides of my tent, and then just stopping for some time, and then would move on to walking around the rest of the tent cluster. I could also hear a human-like breathing from the mouth when it was close to my tent, like a a light sort of heaving or something. I was shaking, too scared to unzip my tent and investigate. I kid you not too that this occurred for hours and it seemed like I was the only one awake. When out of nowhere, I see an illuminated light shape from my tent, although I, I couldn't tell what it was from inside of my tent because it was all zipped up. But it was like a, a warm glow, I guess. I might have assumed that it was someone's flashlight, Except nobody was moving. I was paralyzed in fear. I simply couldn't believe that this was an animal. And at some point, I must have fell asleep due to sheer exhaustion. But I could hear the footsteps circling until I did. I really don't remember much after that. But in the morning, I questioned my fellow campers about it. And my leader admitted that she heard the footsteps and noises as well, admitting that it was bizarre and she would have investigated had she not been so groggy. One of the boys in the group said that he also noticed the light that came on, but thought that it was someone else. Not a single person in this group though went up to go to the bathroom or turned on a light that night, so I know for sure that it was nobody else from our group at least. 
I've heard things about the Appalachian regions being creepy and bizarre, and to be honest, now I believe it. Have any of you guys had any similar experiences? And if you have, what happened? G'day mates, it's Bee Buster here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Be Scared Podcast. And please, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode too. Also, it would be much appreciated if you could share this new podcast with your friends and family and on social media too. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you mates in the next one. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.